What a show, what a show, what a crazy, crazy, crazy show. I don't know, is it? I don't know. It's a show, is it crazy? I don't know. It's the Harland Highway podcast. You're on it. You decide if it's crazy or not. But we got a lot going on today, man. Uh, Timmy the Campfire Kid's coming in to sing some of his stupid campfire camp songs which usually makes me want to just about shoot myself. So hopefully he doesn't make it. Um, we're also uh, going to be hearing from uh, can- uh, Barbecue Eddie. Eddie's still out there strumming along this summer, trying to find a barbecue to fire up. Um, we're going to be talking about um, my underwater adventures with a giant sea creature. Yes, I'm not kidding around. I went swimming in the wild with a giant underwater wild sea creature. Wait till you hear about this adventure. Uh, Unbelievable. Also, the Harland Highway question of the day coming at you. This one gets very, very personal. This one gets very personal. It It could cost you friendships. It could cost you family members, but it's a question that has to be asked. So uh, put your face brace on. Let's do this. Get your flippers. Let's jump in, gang. This is the Harlan Highway. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce the Harlan Highway. I promise you, I will please you all. Believe me. What is he like? What's he like anyway? Oh, he's an angel. He's an angel straight from heaven. You're going to need a bigger potion. You're listening to Harlan Williams. Why don't you give me a name? And a reason why! Yo, man, what do you expect? The guy's a jiggle man! <laughs> it's over, Johnny. It's over! Nothing is over! You just don't turn it off! You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. Weird. Just plain weird. You know what I mean? I'm still alive. Well, I'll tell you what I won't give you, you muckers! I won't give you the satisfaction of saying that I'm sorry! Welcome to the Harland Highway. Oh, you get your money for it, believe me. Hello? Hello? Hi, Harland. The whole world is excited about grilling out, it seems. And I am missing one of your standard characters who's all about the barbecue. So please, please... Have a return appearance of my favorite, favorite guy, Barbecue Eddie. All right, buddy. Thanks, man. Take care. This is Eddie. He wants to party, but they just hang up. Mighty cry of the sea cow. My goodness. Do you know what a sea cow is, pavement pounders? It a, a, a sea cow is a manatee. Okay? They don't have horns. They don't have hoofs. 
They don't have udders. They don't squirt milk. They don't eat hay. But somehow they're a sea cow. Okay, fine. I guess I'm mystified by the seahorse just as much. Although a seahorse is a small little, tiny little guy the size of your finger, the sea cow is a monster. Why am I mentioning sea cows? Well, yours truly went swimming in the wild with some sea cows. Yeah, I was on vacay in Florida with my sisters and my little nieces and... We were like, hey, here's a place where you can go swimming in the wild waters of Florida with wild manatees. And these chubby little, you know, Jenny Craigs of the sea <laughs> are nothing short of adorable. Um, what an outing. We, we went to uh, this place in Florida called Crystal River. And I guess it's one of the only places in the world you can swim around, uh, you know, with manatees in the wild in in a controlled setting. I'm sure if you were out snorkeling or, or whatever in the ocean and you came across a manatee, well, then you're snorkeling with manatees in the wild. But this is a place where you can kind of pay. You go out on a boat, you search for the manatees, and when you find them, you're allowed to jump in and swim with them. Um, you're not allowed to touch them. You're not allowed to prod them. You're not allowed to poke them. You're not allowed to corral them. You're not allowed to interfere with their their daily activities, which is pretty much wallowing around and eating. And they're kind of playful, too. We came across, uh, I think we came across, uh, I think, four or five of them. And uh, the first one we came across was a great big female. And, of course, she had the propeller scars on her back which is a sad thing because these these creatures are so big they're like giant floating rocks and they they have to come up for air every few minutes and uh you know there's a lot of boats down in Florida a lot of fast powerful boats and these these poor little docile Jenny Craigs of the sea get clipped and so some of them have horrific scars a lot of them get killed when they're impacted by the boats uh, this one had a few superficial scars that, that, that looked like they were healing, so the, the, they weren't like deep. They weren't deep lacerations. They were kind of surfacey. Uh, but anyways, it's an amazing creature. It, it, you, you have no idea how big it is. This thing's like, they're huge. They're, uh, they're really long. I'd say they're like, uh, I don't know, I'd say, I don't know, 12 to 15 feet long maybe. Um, maybe 10 to 12 feet long, something like that. They're very big. They're very wide. Um, they're like fat, like a hippopotamus. They don't have legs. They got, they got a big tail that looks like a rudder. They've got little flippers, uh, where their armpits are. And they got these great big droopy faces and they kind of just, you know, swim along the bottom and chew the seagrass. And it was so fun because when you're swimming with them, when you're snorkeling, you can hear them eating. They're just swimming along the bottom, and all you can hear is just chewing away, chomping on the seagrass. And uh, it's just funny to hear, hear some big creature eating under, under the ocean. You know, sometimes you're swimming and you yell underwater. You can hear your own voice. 
That's what these guys sounded like. They were silent outside of the constant chewing. Um, but very gentle. They have no aggressive tendencies. They have no predators in the wild, so they've never developed any aggression. And even when you kind of get between the baby and the calf, which we did in one instance, they, they don't have any uh, outward aggression. I mean, they keep an eye on the calf. They swim near it, but they don't, they don't uh, get aggressive. And the calf was very playful. The calf was rolling over on his side and exposing his belly. And uh, really cool. And when I really came into contact with them, and this is something you can't avoid, you, you know, you just it just happens. Um, these, like I said, these manatees have to come up for air every few minutes. And so what happens is you'll catch yourself swimming over the top of them because, uh, you know, so you're supposed to swim beside them, but every now and then when you're beside them, they take a turn and suddenly they're under you and you can't avoid it. And a couple of times I was swimming and the thing got under me and it was just at the moment when it had to come up for air. And so all of a sudden this giant thing came up like under me. And literally these things are so huge and muscular and fat that it, I was like a flea on its back. I came right up out of the water and here I am on the back of a manatee of a sea cow pretty much mounting the thing I can't imagine how it looked if PETA was there they might have charged me with some kind of perverted human animal sex act I don't know it just uh, suddenly I'm on I'm, I'm on the back of this thing its whole back comes up out of the water I'm like up on top I'm sliding around because they're their backs are so, uh, they're in the water so much, they grow like kind of a little layer of seaweed and gunk and mud. So I'm, I'm sliding around, slurping and sliding around on the back of a sea cow. And it's, it's breathing. It's like, it's like getting its air. Here's me slopping around. I got a, I got a, a mask on and a, and a snorkel. It's like some kind of weird uh, Overlook Hotel shining German weird bestiality thing going on with a sea cow. Even though it wasn't. It was just me like in the wrong place at the wrong time or in this case in the right place at the right time because I got to tell you it was fun. When was the last time you got lifted up from underwater by a sea cow? It was kind of exciting when, when you have those 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 physical interactive moments with, with Mother Nature, with mammals and, and critters, as long as you're not being bitten alive and poisoned, it, it's actually pretty amazing. You can feel the energy. You can feel the muscle. You can feel the strength. And the sea cow was pretty much oblivious. He's like, whatever, there's another human on my back. I'm just trying to get a little air here. I got a 200-pound Canadian-American on my back. <laughs> so it was, it was fun, man. I got to tell you, it was a lot of fun. You know, you, 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 you always look for new experiences in your life. And uh, me and my sisters and my nieces had a blast. The, the little girls were particularly uh, just thrilled. And uh, we were in the water for probably a good two hours with these guys. You know, once you find them, you got to kind of swim with them. You got to swim around and follow them while they eat. And 
If you're lucky, they get playful and uh, they'll even come up and kind of sniff you and put their face, uh, their faces in your face and sniff your skin. And it's just a really neat uh, interaction with a gentle giant. Felt like I was in a hot tub with Rosie O'Donnell. Okay, easy. Too easy. Too easy. I felt like I was uh, at a German spa with salt and pepper. Easy. Come on. Come on, guy. Dial it back. But uh, a lot of fun. uh, Really cool. And if you ever get the chance to do it, I recommend it, man. The fun part, too, is you have to go out and kind of find them. Um, we had to go out in the boat and you had to kind of hunt them down. And the, the guide on the boat had a really good eye for this because that's what he does every day. So it's like, here we are driving around in the, in the weeds. We're driving around in the water. We're looking all around and he's spot, he's, he's like spotting for signs and breathing and boom, there it was. So a uh, really good time, really cool way to, uh, spend uh, the summer. Uh, obviously, uh, when I'm not barbecuing. This is Eddie. He wants to party, but they just hang up. Hey, how's it going, man? How's it going? It's, uh, Eddie calling. Never heard of him, no, Eddie. Just gonna see if, uh, maybe you wanted to do a barbecue today. The weather's real nice. I don't know, you got the wrong number. Maybe uh, pound back some Heinekens and some some baby back ribs, glaze them up or something, or? The wrong number, man. Some teriyaki chicken and just pop it and drop it type of thing, or? Hey, hey, what? What the hell? What the hell? That was Eddie. He wants to party, but they just hang up. The Harland Highway, question of the day. Okay, this one's an awkward one. It's a a delicate one, but it it has to be asked. I'm sorry, it has to be asked. Are you ready? You ready? Why did I do that? When someone you know... This is the question of the day. When someone you know, someone close to you, a family member, a friend, a girlfriend, a boyfriend, whoever it may be, whomever they may be, let's say there's something out of place, in your opinion. And yeah, you got to be, everyone's a little judgmental. But let's say in your opinion, something's out of place physically. There's an abnormality. There's something that when you look at your friend, your father, your sister, your lover, your mother, there's something physically going on with them that it makes you cringe or it makes your stomach turn or you're like, oh, whoa, party foul. No, party foul. No, Charles. Oh, oh. Nelson Ryan. You know what I mean? And you've all you've all got people in your life like this. So the question is, do you say anything? Do you speak up? Do you do you mention it to said person? Case in point, my father, who is in his early 80s, has this funky toenail going on that 
almost makes me want to lean over the railing of a boat and throw up, even though I'm nowhere near a boat. I want to find a boat and throw up over the railing. And I can say this, it's my dad. And I've said it to him. I'm like, Dad, what is going on with your toenail? It is unbelievable. It, it's like golden. It looks like it's dead. It's rotten. It's it's out of shape. It's curly. It's It looks like something out of The Hobbit. It looks like one of the extras has a rotten foot from The Walking Dead. I mean, it is just, this toenail is beyond description. It's prehistoric. It looks like something you'd see on a caveman or something. It, it's just so full of, and I go, what's going on? He goes, oh, it's got, I got foot fun, I got fungus on it. I'm like, well, what are you doing about it? He goes, well, the doctor gave me some cream. I'm like, you don't need cream, man. You need like Beverly Hills, like most prestigious cosmetic surgeon. You need a toe replacement, man. And it's just out, you know, it's summertime. That thing's out there. It's glinting in the sun. It's like, you ever been walking along and you find a golden nugget laying in a pile of rocks or you're mining and a big chunk of gold sparkles in the sunlight? That's what's going on with this toenail. It's gold. Your toenails are supposed to be, you know, flesh colored or, or, you know, whatever the color they are. Clear. Not supposed to be gold. Oh, my God. It just So I said something. I go, Dad, what's going on with that thing? And he just kind of brushed it off. And so the question is, do you say something? My One of my brother-in-laws, he, he, this guy has, I said something to him last time I saw him, too. I don't know if I'm a douche for doing it, but this guy has nose hairs coming out. Like thick, like grizzly hair, grizzly bear hair kind of nose hairs coming out of the front of his nose. He, I, I made a joke that if he dove into the ocean, he would suck up all the water. His, he's got, his nose hairs are so thick, he, it looks like an Armenian werewolf is crawling out of his nasal passages. It's just, it's insane. And I said something to him. He just, oh, Sally Harland. One of my buddies has, has neck hair. You know how some guys, you know, your hairline ends at kind of the base of your skull cap. And then some guys have the hair that keeps on crawling down into their shirt like some kind of ivy or fungus or something growing up out of their their collar. And I said to my buddy, I said, dude, dude, just shave that stuff, man. It looks really like kind of, I don't know. It looks like you should be like lifting bricks at a at a masonry convention or something. Like, what's going on with your neck, man? And I, I think, am I the douche for saying this stuff? Or am I, am I you know, kind of doing the tough love thing where I'm, I'm helping them? Like, do the, do the, should they turn to me and go, oh, dude, I didn't realize I looked like that. Thank you, man. Th- anything else? It's kind of like that old, old, that old uh, conundrum when you have a buddy and there's a booger hanging out of their nose, a lot of people won't say anything because it's too awkward and embarrassing. They don't want to embarrass their friends. They don't want to acknowledge that they've seen the, the booger nugget because they're gross. 
So do you go, dude, dude, come here. There's a booger hanging out of your nose. Clean that up, man. Or do you just let the guy dangle in the wind? Or should I say let his booger dangle in the wind? No. So I'm from the school of uh, do do a player a solid. Help, help a player out, man. If, if I see something that I think is detrimental... I kind of mention it, but then you get down to the thing. Are you being judgmental? Who? It's like, who are you? Who are you, Mr. Williams, to say what's cosmetically uh, p- pleasing? Who made you God, creator of all things? Well, I didn't make anything, but if God made that mole with hair coming out of it, coming out of the back of your kneecap, uh, you know, you might want to get it looked at. If you got a ear hair coming out and it looks like you, you ever see the top of a husk of corn and all those little st- yellow strands of hair are popping out of the top of the corn and your earlobe looks like that, I, I might want to say something. Maybe I should be God for a moment. Your ears look like freshly husked corn. <laughs> Like, I'll tell you what, if you ever bump into me and you see something that looks really out of whack or uncomfortable, feel free to let me have it, because I will go get that thing fixed ASAP. Because I want to know, man. Unless you're Cindy Crawford and you can get away with a big, greasy, hairy, bumpy brown mole on your face that looks like someone punched a catfish with a metal shovel. You, you you ain't you ain't her unless you're that drop dead gorgeous you know Cindy Crawford could have a cyclops eye in the middle of her forehead and we'd still love her none of us are her so i guess a follow up question is should you should you ask your friends should you go to your very best buddy your very best boyfriend or girlfriend, and say, look, I was just listening to the Harland Highway, and he mentioned, you know, sometimes we have these anomalies. We have moles or veins or, you know, corn corn harriers. Will you look at me? I don't want, you're my best friend. Tell me right now, is there anything? Is there anything I need to deal with? I don't know. Do you have the courage to ask your friends that? Do you have the courage to deal with their answer? That's a toughie, man. I told you today's question of the day is very, very delicate. So I'll leave it there. You just keep on walking down the street and uh, exposing yourself to the rest of the world. Or do you get the, uh, the quick look over from someone you trust? The Harlan Highway. Oh, oh question of the day. Oh, oh question. Oh, Charles. Oh, Nelson. Question of the day. The Harlan Highway. Question of the day. Wait, who? Oh, no. No, no, no way. Don't let him in. No, I don't want Timmy the Campfire Boy. You know, we've gone the whole summer without hearing from that little freak, and I'll... Don't let him in. Oh, God. Hi. Ah, what are you doing here, kid? Don't... What are you... Don't hear kid me, Crabapple Jones. Crabapple Jones. That's what I said, and you heard me real good. <sighs> what are you here for like I don't already know? You know what I'm here for? It's summertime, and it's time for some 
campfire songs. Oh, and wh- why wh- why aren't you at camp, kid? Because I already was, and I'm on a break, and then I go back. Gee, aren't I lucky? Why couldn't you be at camp all summer so I didn't have to see your pudgy, freckly face? Go suck a birch tree. What? You heard me. Get on your knees and suck a birch tree, ass. Watch your mouth, kid. You're a kid and I'm an adult. You don't talk to adults like that. Suck a mouthful of pine cones, dirty diaper face. Kid, I'm warning you I'll roll you out here on your chubby little ass. Ah, go eat a canoe paddle with your ass. Kid, hey! Did you just tell me to eat a canoe paddle with my ass? You heard me, blubber boy. Stop, kid! I want to sing my songs. You know, if your father wasn't the guy who owned this station, I would... Don't you... Just let me play my songs. I got campfire songs. Well, hurry up. What's your first song, kid? It's a really good one. It's about... What? I don't want to say. What do you mean you don't want to say? Because it's a very special one. What? What? This is the story of Big Larry, the ghost canoer. Big, Big Larry the Ghost Canoer. It's a fable song. A fable song, huh? Yes, there's a legend out in the forest that Big Larry was a ghost, was a ghost, and he canoed around, and he was a ghost canoer. A ghost canoer? Are you out of your mind, you flubbery? Stop it! Are you gonna let me sing the Big Larry's Ghost Canoe song? Hurry up! I don't. A ghost canoer. What a joke. Are you laughing at me? Yes, I am as a matter of fact. Up yours with a pine tree branch with an owl nest on it. Hurry up and sing your Big Larry ghost canoe song. I will. If you could shut your greasy beaver trap for a second. Watch it, kid. Hurry up. Okay. Here I go. Old Big Larry, he paddles round the lakes late at night. Old Big Larry, he paddles round in the moonlight. Old Big Larry, he was killed when a beaver chewed a tree and it fell on his head. Oh, Big Larry was killed. Now he's dead. Good, are you done? No, I'm just getting into it. Oh, Big Larry is a ghost canoer. He paddles round in the woods and the lakes. He's dead. He's dead. For goodness sakes. Oh, Larry, you can hear him boo at night like a ghost. Boo. Big Larry! All right, kid. God, that might have been the dopiest song I've ever heard. Shut up, he died, you know. 
up yours with a crossbow and a sledgehammer. I don't even know what that means. Neither do I, but who do it anyhow. Bronchitis face. Stop calling me bronchitis face. You don't even know what bronchitis is. It's a dinosaur. The bronchitis was a dinosaur. That's right, dum-dum. Bronchitis is a respiratory illness. It's not a dinosaur. Sees how stupid you is. Sees how stupid you is? That's what I says. Hurry up and do your next song. What is it, Dumbo? (laughs) Dumbo? That's right. What is your next song? It's a nice one. A real nice one about when the leaves turn colors in the fall in the forest. Kind of like the way your underpants turn colors because they're so dirty. And they're full of piss and shit. Stop it! Well, they are. Sing your dopey leaves song, kid. Thank you, finally. Hurry up! Leaves falling in the forest. Orange ones, yellow ones, purple ones, green ones, leaves falling in the forest. I hope they fall on me. Oh, one, two, three, four. I hope they fall on me. Oh, sing it again. One, two, three, four. I hope they fall on me. Leaves falling in the forest. One, two, three. Stop it! Holy crap, I have a migraine, kid. I don't doubt it. With stained up under drawers like yours, who wouldn't shut up about my underpants? Colored leaves falling on me. Good lord. I thought the ghost canoe guy was an idiot. This is. Ah, oh, shut up. I got one more. Hurry up. This is the worst. This is like torture. It's like being waterboarded by a 12 year old freckled faced moron. Suck my pimple scabs off my back. Ass munch. God, hurry up. What's your last song? It's a love bunch. A what? It's a love bunch song. You're going to like it. Hurry up and do it. Okay, count me in. No. Fuck you. Stop swearing. Just do it. Here I go. One, two. One, two, three, four. Getting cheeky with it. Getting cheeky with it. Oh, I'm getting cheeky with it. La 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 la. Ready, set, let's go. What are you doing? I'm doing my song. Stop interrupting. This isn't your song, kid. It is so. I'm getting jiggy with it. Last bite. This is not your song. It is so. I'm getting jiggy with it. Listen. Here we go. Getting jiggy with it. This. This is. This is not a campfire song. La 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 la. Get jiggy with it. Na na na. Turn it off. Turn it off. Turn it off. Wow, what's your problem, gargoyle breath? I'm not gargoyle breath. Now, 
That is not a campfire song, Timmy. It is so. I wrote it myself while I was sitting on the toilet doing a campfire log. You were not doing a campfire log. Oh, yes, I was. You should have seen it. Okay, what is wrong with you? Are you done? Get out of here. I'm not finished getting jiggy with it. Yes, you are. Get out. Oh, no, I'm not. Hit it. Getting jiggy with it. La, 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 la. Getting jiggy with it. La, la, la. Get out. La, la, la. Getting jiggy with it, ass face. La, 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 la. Get out. La, la, la. Getting jiggy with your face and your stained underwear. La, 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 la. Get out. Good God, Roger. Unbelievable. How did he get in here anyhow? I don't know how he got in here. Well, you, you had to know how he got in here, Roger, because he, he has to go right through you to get in here. So why why you BSing me, man? You let him in. I did not let him in. Oh, God. Hey, you don't have to yell at me. It's your stupid show. Oh, well, excuse me, Roger. So what, I'm the bad guy here? You know, thank God summer is almost over. I was hoping we'd get through one summer where Timmy or Billy or whatever the hell his name is, the campfire kid, didn't show up and sing his dopey-ass songs. The ghost canoe guy, the fall leaves, the getting jiggy with it. Oh, my God. Can we end the show on something positive? How about, how about Barbecue Eddie? Can, can maybe that guy, maybe... It, if the, to balance this world out, could Barbecue Eddie maybe finally find a barbecue to go to? This is Eddie. He wants to party. But they just hang up. Hello? Hey, how's it going, man? Good, good. Awesome, hey, it's uh, Eddie calling. I was going to see if you uh, wanted to grab a barbecue today or something. Who is this? Uh, it's Eddie. I was going to... See if you want to crank up the grill and. Who is it? Uh, Eddie. Well, you have the wrong number. Just see if you want to power down some pork chops or ribs or something or. <laughs> uh, sure. Why not? I like uh, the grill anyway. How about some Heinekens or if you like Budweisers, I can pick those up or something or. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Okay, awesome. Uh, what time you want to grill it up? Uh, I don't know. Whenever, whenever you can stop by. <laughs> awesome. You want me to pick up some like corn on the cob and stuff, or? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you talking? Now you talking? Could power slam some cobs down? Maybe slap some yeah. burgers around or something, or? <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Awesome. What a great way to end the summer. Yep. That's okay. the way to do it, man. Awesome, man. Well, I'll get the gear and I'll uh, power drop on over. Okay. okay. Awesome. I'll see you soon. Okay, bye. Thanks, man. Oh, uh, one last thing. I, I forgot to ask. I, I better get your address. Well? Uh, I got I got to get your address so I can drop by with the corn on the cob and the... Hello? Oh, no. I, I finally got a barbecue and I, 
I forgot to get the address. What the hell? Oh, oh what? What the hell? That was Eddie. He wants to party. But they just hang up. Oh, what? Are you kidding me? Oh, Eddie. Eddie, no, you were so close. Oh, my God. He had, he had a guy in the chamber, man, ready to go. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, poor Eddie. Well, hopefully we hear from him again before the summer's, like, completely dead. But if we don't, at least he, he had a guy that wanted to do it finally. Ah, oh, barbecue, Eddie. I think we leave it there on a semi-positive note. Anything's better than the Cabbage Patch Kid or the Kim, Kimmy the Campfire Tid or whatever the hell his name is. Timmy the Campfire Kid. It's Timmy, you ass bite. Get out of here. Suck a pine tree. Get out. God. Well, let's close it up. Let's do some some announcements here, for gosh sakes. Um, hey, tonight, 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 my last stand-up show of the summer starts tonight in Irvine, California, just south of Los Angeles in Orange County at the Irvine Spectrum. I will be at the Improv in Irvine. Uh, a great, great, great new comedy club. They they just put it up. It's like a year old. It holds 600 people. Great menu. Great sight lines. Great sound. Great everything, man. It's going to be a killer show. It's me headlining. We got Eddie Della Seppa is my opener. Uh, Darren Rose will be hosting. Two hilarious comedians. You will love this show. Great way to kind of end out your summer. Um, the Irvine Improv in Irvine, California, August 20th to the uh, 23rd. And uh, please try and make it down, will ya? Are you nuts? Will ya? Um, it's going to be so good. Go to harlandwilliams.com, check on my stand-up tour link, and that should take you right to where you need to go to reserve your tickets. You do not... Want to get shut out? You got to get your tickets now, damn it. What's up, player? Um, also, uh, while you're in there, uh, check out my stand-up uh, schedule for upcoming shows in the fall. Can't believe I'm already talking about the fall. Um, and while you're there, uh, please leave me a voice message. If you want to call me, 323-739-4330. That's 323-739-4330. The number is on the website if you forget it. You can also leave me a, uh, an email there if you want to uh, write me a message. You can do that. I read them. I play them on the show from time to time. And uh, I love hearing from you guys, the Pavement Pounders here on the Harland Highway. Also, check out our store. We have all kinds of great, fun merchandise, books, music, T-shirts, DVDs, CDs. You name it, it's all there. Um, also, uh, get on my Twitter account, at Harland Williams. Also, my Periscope account, at Harland Williams. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. So much to do. So much social media. So little time. But it's worth it. I, I will try to keep you entertained. 
Um, and uh, that's it, man. I hope you had a great time here on the podcast today. Uh, we'll see you next time, everybody. And until then, chicken chow mein, baby. Just see if you want to power down some pork chops or ribs or something. Or <laughs> uh, sure, why not?